0: My talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia. A lot of fun stuff this hour. We've got one of our favorite segments, Hollywood Speak. We've got a guest that's going to tell us about the Bayfront Blues Festival. Julia's random thoughts. And we've got some sad news about one of our famous, famous commercial ladies. You know who I'm talking about. We
1: do. Okay, so uh, one of the things that whenever you know people go on vacation that a lot of people look for is just disconnecting and not really knowing what's going on. In the real world, we're just uh, just not interested. So my dad, it's so
2: much fun to be offline, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and um, I said, yeah, I really only dad. He's like, oh, you, you, I never see you looking at your phone. I said, there's no reason for me to look at anything. Julia will text me if anybody big or famous has died. I, that's true. That's kind I of do. that's kind
2: of the, it's thing. the thing. We do that for each other. Well, that's
1: the only thing that really, when
0: you're on vacation and we're in this business, that's the only thing you really pay attention to when you're on vacation. Is if someone's at the see, most, at, at, at the, the most, and yeah.
1: you know, and so uh, yeah, so we had three notable passings this week, and this one, I just went talking about Markey Post, who oh. played the public defender in the 1980s sitcom Night Court. She was a real babe. Julia has been accused of looking like her, and you guys did... At one point at in my one life... Point, you did I got, have that Marky Post look right down to the boobs and the perky whatever. hair. <laughs> I am kind of the
2: hair. I did. On the an airplane. Hair. People are like, that's Marky Post, that's Marky Post. And I'm like... Okay. okay. Yeah. And I didn't even know who it was. That was the yeah. thing. And I'm like, Lori, someone just called me Marky Post. And she's like, Julia, that's I mean, a compliment. You know that's I found out?
1: One. Donnie Love sent me a thing because he, you know, that's one of his crushes. Yes. Celia Ward and Marky Post. And, and Rocco. Rocco likes Marky Post. Yes. And so, anyway, the Today Show is uh, remembering Marky Post okay. after she died at the age of 70. Margie Post was a beloved
3: performer, gracing Americans' televisions for years, most famously in NBC's hit Night Court.
2: Oh, uh, my clients plead innocent, Your Honor.
3: What grounds?
2: Well, they claim to be victims of a mind meld.
3: <laughs> she played the sincere public defender Christine Sullivan, passionately represented offbeat characters in trouble with the law.
2: I can't help it, sir. I love this job. Helping the downtrodden, serving justice, gives me goosebumps. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it makes my skin crawl, too. Post-starred on the long-running show for seven years, just part of a career that spanned four decades. Among her other best-known roles, bail bonds woman Terry Michaels in the adventure series The Fall Guy.
2: Colt, I've got to get this guy back. I'm going to be out a lot of money.
3: And Cameron Diaz's mom in the 1998 comedy There's Something About Mary. She also had appearances in Cheers...
1: You are a very attractive man, but for me to give up my friendship with Diane, you'd have to be rich, too. Uh, And (laughs) scrubs.
3: When she's depressed, she
1: hits a bag of Doritos like there's diamonds at the bottom.
3: (laughs) After a nearly four-year fight with cancer, Post passed away Saturday at the age of 70. Peggy! Despite her diagnosis, her family (laughs) says she was determined to keep acting between chemo (laughs) treatments, even guest-starring on the series The Kids (laughs) Are All Right. Her family writes, our pride is in who she was in addition to acting, a person who made elaborate cakes for friends, sewed curtains for first apartments, and showed us how to be kind, loving, and forgiving in an often harsh world. Post co-stars are also remembering their friend. From Night Court's John Larroquette, we all wish she could have stayed longer, but we thank the cosmos for blessing us and enriching the world with her for as long as it did. In the 90s, Marky Post starred in the political sitcom Hearts of Fire. Her father was played by Ed Asner, who yesterday called her a true talent. One of Post-Night Court co-stars was Charles Robinson, who played the court clerk Mac. He passed away just last month at the age of 75.
1: So anyway, she did, she was acting in, you know, like some Hallmark stuff in between the chemo and stuff. And I I didn't realize that they were doing a sequel to the series Night Court. Neither did I. And maybe she was going to make, you know, some Some kind of appearance in that. So, so she passed away and then, um, always happens in three. Then Jane Withers, who she's a child actor turned commercial star, uh, she often bedeviled Shirley Temple on yes, the screen. she was the
2: anti-Shirley.
1: Yeah, she was. So <laughs> Show we everyone have...
2: who's watching on YouTube Live right now oh, yeah. the picture of her. Okay. But let's listen to her because she was better known yes. later in life for t- TV commercials as Josephine the Plumber.
1: Yes. Would you believe it? Me telling folks not to use Comet. No, why? Because I'm telling them to use New Super Comet. <laughs> New Comet gets out stains when other leading cleansers can't. Tough, greasy food stains. Look. Sprinkle another leading cleanser and new super comet. Let them work. Now rub. See how new comet gets out that stain when the other cleanser can't? Isn't that super? (laughs) Try new super comet. Yes. 12 years she played that role. And she's one of the last stars from the 30s and 40s, you know, because she died at the age of 95. And Josephine uh, was... Her biggest prominence, you know, she did it for 12 years. She was the comet lady, but uh, she had a series of minor roles as a child actress and she was cast by 20th Century Fox in the 1934 movie Bright Eyes. And she was the nemesis of Shirley Temple, who was the most popular star in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. In in an interview in 2000, she said, I had to play the meanest, creepiest little girl that God ever put on this planet. I ran over Shirley with a tricycle and a baby <laughs> buggy. And I thought, oh, dear, everyone's going to hate me forever because I was so creepy mean to Shirley Temple. It didn't turn out that way. Critics claim she stole the picture from Shirley. And kids wrote fan letters admiring what she did to Shirley because she's so perfect. <laughs> so Daryl Zanuck figured there was room for another child actress at the studio and she was signed to a contract. And so she did all these little B pictures, of yes. Miss Nobody and other, you know. People will recognize her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Um, and then the third
2: one, Dennis ah, DT, Thomas of Cool in the Game.
1: Yeah, what the heck? He was only 70. I know. Let's see what he... He formed... uh, Let's see. How long... Did he stay in the band? I always love Cool and the Gang. They're kind of He played
2: his final show with the band... At at, the Hollywood Bowl. On July 4th. Wow. He was described by a spokesperson as a huge personality while also an extremely private person.
1: You know, whenever I'm going to Hollywood speak this obituary uh, language, whenever I see that somebody died peacefully at home and then also that he just played... He just didn't wake up. He died in sleep yep. somehow.
2: Which is a lovely way to go. If you're gonna go, yeah, yeah, at
1: home, at home. Know? Not you weren't yeah. sick, and maybe uh, you know just like that. But that's what that means to me because he wasn't you're sick right. if he was performing. You're right. So yeah, that that came like in. Those three, those three things came in threes. They did. That was just thing to say. Thank you. Those three things came in threes. Lori speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I thought I said, but yeah, I could have, uh, I could have Sturgis leg. That's okay. I'm missing riding. spelling. Mm, We'll just play the the rumble of the Harley. It is a great sound. I don't know why I love it. The either,
2: too, like you sometimes said, it's this. so loud when I'm on the freeway or something. I hear a Harley coming up. I'm like, how can their
1: ears handle that? Loud pipes <laughs> save lives. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. That's true. But,
0: I, I have a scooter and I made mine louder just because they can't hear it. If otherwise I piped it just so you could hear me right, coming, up. coming yeah. up.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then my dad, he went right. The, all these buffalo and everywhere you go in Custer, you know, don't engage with the oh, buffalo. Right, right, right. And these buffalo were all like laying on the side of the road. And my dad's like... Get over there! I said. I'm not standing <laughs> no over there. No way! And but- he goes, take a pick. He goes. It's Friday. They the Buffalo get they're good and annoyed by Monday because then <laughs> they've heard a whole weekend. He said that's when they'll charge. And he said you never want to okay. stop. In a park where there's a lone buffalo grazing and there's no herd around, uh, that's a bull that's been kicked out of the herd. So he's a little And that's the oh, most look at, you.
2: look at your daddy. Oh my on the inside buffalo track. I know. I love it. <laughs> buffalo tips right here. We'll right be right here. back with Referee.
3: Random- <laughs> Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, everybody. Um, guess what? We are celebrating the hundredth anniversary of today. I bet you can't guess it, so I'm just gonna tell you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Do you wanna yeah. try? Um, salt is salty.
2: Okay, whatever that <laughs> means. I don't know. Grant.
0: Uh the earth is round.
2: Okay. This is it. It's we're bad h- at guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. It's the hundredth anniversary of magician sign people in half. The very first oh, wow. time this trick was performed was in London, nineteen twenty one. That's remember, quite the illusion. I mean, remember the movies and seeing that illusion of the body. I mean, like you're like, "How do they do that?" Mm-hmm. How do they do that? There was a good Ed Norton movie where he's the illusionist. Remember that oh. movie? That's so oh, good. Oh, yes. That remember, was good. Wasn't uh, Jessica Biel in there? I think she was. That is a good movie. It and I is. remember how do they do that? The trap boxes and everything. Yeah, I don't know. So we're celebrating that today. Um, if you are I just want to give you a couple more Olympic highlights, okay? So of the 626 American athletes that went to the Olympics this year, with team events, almost two hundred and sixty of them, so over a fourth, um, won at least one medal. Our best sport by far was swimming. The US won thirty medals medals with eleven gold, followed by track and field twenty six, mm-hmm. then wrestling nine. Did Gable do it?
0: Yes. Yes, he did. He in the a blame. last, in, in one of the, if, if you don't even like wrestling, I'm telling you, go check it out. With 10 seconds left, he was down. He needed to make two major moves, and big guys like that yeah. can't do that. He did one with 0.3 seconds left on Grant the clock. was to win like, gold. In yeah. the hog i got a right now wrestler. thinking oh. about it. Oh, that's okay. awesome. It was really fun. So
2: wrestling was the third highest. Yes, yeah. nine. Shooting was, trap shooting was six. Gymnastics was six. Boxing, four. And they won three medals in basketball. All of them were gold. The MVP swimmer was Caleb Dressel, who won five medals. Katie Ledecky mm-hmm. was fourth. Mm. Um, Sunsa Lee and... Sunisa? Yeah. Suni Lee? Is that... But it's... they. It's Sunisa or... Sun- Suni... I well, don't, we know Suni, but there's a fuller name. I don't know what it is.
1: Well, S-U-N-I-S-A. Yeah. Sunisa. Is it's how, Sunisa yeah. Lee. Mm-hmm.
2: And then um, one, but the one that Lori, we were, you know, dying for was the Jessica um, Springsteen. Mm-hmm. And she didn't take her helmet off. So when they got the medals, you couldn't really see her face. And I'm like, show your face, little girl. Okay, if you're looking for a job and don't care if you um, experience any of the outside world, NASA
1: is hiring. Listen to this job. All right. After watching For All Mankind, I am interested. Okay, well, you have
2: to submit your applications by September 17th. They're looking for a candidate to be between the ages of 30 and 55.
1: candidate. Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Between 30 and 55. Oh, whoops. Hopefully, you'd have a master's degree in some STEM-related field, science, technology, engineering, (laughs) math. I'm out. Okay. Um, It's four people who are Mm going to get chosen. You're going to live in a 1,700 square foot in closed space with no windows for a year
1: oh that sounds horrible
2: you'll only eat astronaut food freeze-dried mm-hmm. things we'll have limited contact with friends and family online it's not clear how much it pays
1: it's mars training it is that's what it's for and that's that, what i
2: think and last we heard it takes four years to get to mars mm-hmm. i don't know how you age when you're in space it could be a way to slow down the aging process. I
1: have no idea.
2: I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah. Although when they are, if they are like in for all mankind, they're li- they're stationed on the moon. Right. In this alternate universe. And you can't, you, everything is, this you This is are on Apple enclosed. Plus. You are enclosed. You have to just stay in this space station. You can go outside for extended periods so of time. So that's what happens in that, because I've watched the first two episodes. So that's what happens. They go... It becomes a space station. I mean, it becomes like a war, you know, like who's setting up the moon to tear, you know, defend. It does. Isn't that show good?
2: Well, I've only made it. Joel Cannon is so hot. Oh, he's on Apple Plus. Yeah, that's the
1: reason to watch that show initially, but the show is fantastic.
2: Oh, today is National Book Lovers Day. Yay. Yay. That's happening. Um, Let's see. Other things that are happening today is. I thought I had so much learning. I had to
1: read by flashlight in the RV, laying on my dining room table bed, <laughs> because there's just an overhead light. And I know the only time I ever read That's with a flashlight so is funny. up at your sister's the bunkhouse yes. in Montana. Yes. Anytime I've been in a tent or now an RV, because otherwise the lights would have been on, you know. So I just had the flashlight under my chin, and you do use your reading, phone chasing the boogeyman. Oh, tell me, are you liking that? Wow.
2: Because I, I started it, Laurie, and then I immediately switched to a Nora Roberts book.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it's spooky. It is spooky. And there's something, even, the spookiest thing happens at the end of the book, which I'm not going to tell you. Because that would ruin it for you and everybody else. But It's pretty. a it's new say, book
2: that's coming. We're interviewing the author
1: in a couple of weeks. His good friend is Stephen King. I know. And Stephen King blurbed the book for him. Yes. But, I mean... The the big twist at the end of this book is like I dropped the book on the floor. Serious. I couldn't believe it.
2: So it's it's real. It's true crime, accompanying a, a crime writer, right?
1: And it's, the story. He grew up in this town in Edgewood, where four girls, girls from middle school and or high school, four girls in the right, span of country. nine months, got were kidnapped, murdered. Had their ears severed. Yes, it's this. You know, I mean, that would be like you know. I think and of that any... in real
2: life happened.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And and he was a he write he writes horror stories. Julia.
2: All right, fine. Oh gosh.
1: Yeah, I there did, was so I did much level it. of
2: detail. Okay, so I did
1: finish it with the flashlight under my chin. Did? and I was like, oh, you know, you're kind of camping when you're reading with
2: the flashlight. You, you totally are camping. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if you guys know this, but starting October 1st, the UPS is going to slow down delivery of first class mail, expanding the time frame from one to three days to one to five days. And why this is happening is it's going to be a shift from air delivery to ground delivery, which is slower but more reliable, apparently.
1: I don't understand this. Get rid of that guy who's running things. I don't understand
2: why they're going to do that.
1: Yeah, no, that is a bunch of BS. Okay, fine,
2: that's that. They just
1: can't afford to fly it in planes anymore? I don't know. Yes,
2: I don't know. Target unveiled. you know how they do other designer collaborations? If we've posted... It today on the Lauren oh, Julia show page. So their 2021 designer collaboration features New York City labels. All okay, right. Give them to me. All right. You're going to get Victor. We don't know these people. Victor No. Glenmall Gold. Okay. Sandy Lang. Signature fleece. Um, Rachel Comey. But here are some of the things you're going to find. Bold stripes and false sweaters. A printed puffer jacket. Tool dresses. And other details like a leather blouse. Oh. And sweater pants, what are sweater pants? I don't know, but I I'm just gonna say this: they sound sweater cool. pants don't sound forgiving. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sound forgiving at all, unless it's lined with like a spank and patchwork fleeces. But you can see the collaborations. You know, Target's been oh. known for this for over twenty years, and it's going to be sizes XS. XXS to 4X and ranges, price ranging from 15 to 80. These always sell out right away. Oh, they do. There's and some there's, cute There stuff. are some cute things on this, so it's posted on the Lori and Julia show page mm-hmm. if you want to get ahead of that. But boy, some of the old collaborations, they sell out like that. Yes. So you want to know about these. They do a great job on these, don't they? Yeah, they do. Really so that's really what's happening in fashion. We'll be right back. We're going to we're gonna talk music. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia, my talk. And Igress.
4: Hello again.
1: Hi, Bayfront Blues Festival. We uh, That was uh, fa- the Fabulous Thunderbirds, which uh, they are headlining Friday night at the Bayfront Blues Fest. And Chris, so happy that the Bayfront Blues Fest is back this year, 2021.
4: Yeah, I missed our conversation that we had last year.
1: <laughs> Everyone else did too, <laughs> so I'm glad you're back. <laughs> no, we really, we are, people are excited. It seems like everything that has been outside people, it's been just people are really happy to be out and about. So I'm kind of thinking you guys might be looking at some good attendance this weekend.
4: Well, I think uh, based on the where the ticket sales have been going, uh, we're really happy. I mean, we had a pretty flexible exchange program for people that didn't... Um, uh, still, maybe don't feel comfortable, but uh, judging by the number of tickets that uh, we're getting, you know, like we usually do, especially from the weather watchers, um, it's it's going to be a good year. Yeah.
1: yeah, yay! Okay, so we were just playing the F- Tough Enough by the fabulous Thunderbirds. They're headlining um, Friday night. What what else music wise are you excited that you guys have booked for playing the Bayfront Blues Fest in Duluth this weekend?
4: Well, um, on Saturday night, the headliner is Tap and Juan. We and Tab—it's been boy, a lot of years since he since he played up here, so we're pretty excited about that. And uh, uh, Danielle Nicole on Sunday, and a little bit of uh, Zydeco on Sunday with C.J. Shiner, and then a few surprises here and there—some some brand new ones and some that have been there uh, a couple times before. What, right. have you, what
2: have you heard from heard from the music, musicians? Are they just so excited to be there?
4: Oh, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, <clears throat> we have them do um, uh, little video blips that we post on Facebook as we lead into the couple of weeks. So they kind of put a custom one together, and I would say at least half of them are saying we're so happy to be back playing again on on, on the stage, and please come out and join us, that kind of thing. So it's not just what they tell us, it's what they're telling everybody how happy they are to be back.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. And, you know, I've seen, uh, I saw CJ Chenier and the Red Hot Louisiana Band at the New Orleans Jazz Festival in 2019. Oh, my gosh, they are mm-hmm. amazing.
4: Yeah, they, they I, I think they played Bayfront maybe about 10 years ago. And we are finally, uh, believe it or not, it, it's tough getting um, Zydeco. Uh, Zydeco bands up this far because uh, most of their touring happens, you know, down south where they're better known. So whenever we have a chance to, uh to grab one of these on tour we should try to
1: yeah so they're they're uh, the headliner on uh sunday night and i really it mm-hmm. is like i love when you guys get zydeco bands but i didn't know that it, that was a hard thing to book for for you guys
4: it's just that there's just not as many places that they can route through and play mm-hmm. at uh, up, around here, you know, out in the upper Midwest this time of year. They have they have plenty of work closer to home, so that tends to be what they do.
1: Yeah, and how about um, Julia uh, Joanne Parker? You've met her. Yes, she's I have. playing on uh, Sunday afternoon. She's really amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's probably one of the most requested uh, Twin City bands that we get, that's for sure.
2: Okay, so can people – so, Chris, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, can people buy just one-day tickets? Is there still, you know, lodging available or kind of give us a heads up on all that?
4: Well, the tickets are, are not any problem. Um, at this point, we have uh, no, um, no reason to have to restrict any at the gate. But uh, given that uh, what the, the weather forecast is, I would see no reason why you wouldn't want to save a few bucks and buy them ahead of time. And we would just leave them at the will call window and go pick them up. On your way through the gates, uh, as far as accommodation goes, that's a little bit different. Duluth has been very busy this summer. I mean, we've had some pretty good weather, a lot cooler than it is down in the Twin Cities, and weekends right. have been filling up. So it's uh, you may have to do a little bit more legwork to find a, a room that uh, is in your range and which what, what you're looking for. Okay, yeah,
1: I go to visit dot com. Okay, kind of give you your best yep. uh, bets, and don't forget about Superior. Oh, always. Oh, exactly.
4: And, and actually, visit the Visit Duluth website will take you all the way up the North Shore. It'll take you uh, towards the Iron Range and over into Superior and
1: stuff, too. So
2: oh, please. nice. Your lawyer, you're mm-hmm. so right about that. Don't forget to go to Superior because when you do look at rates, you always check out Superior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this sounds like a fun year.
4: Well, it should be. I mean, I'm, I just pulled up. Uh, in fact, it's on my screen right now. The Weather Underground, and I don't think I've ever seen a forecast uh, leading into it, during it, and after like this in probably 15 years. I mean, this is Duluth after all. Yes, know, it's just amazing.
1: It is. I so, mean,
4: they,
1: yeah. I feel like whatever, I, whatever that whatever the weather is
4: going to be like in the Twin Cities, it's going to be for this weekend. It'll be just like here, only probably about five to 10 degrees cooler.
1: No rain either.
4: And no rain and either. No
2: rain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This is the Bl- Bayfront Blues Festival. Now, Chris, we're
1: not even going to, Julia is not even going to threaten I'm not that She's lie coming. That I'm coming. She's not lying. No, I, I have a tennis tournament. Oh, do you? Is and a golf is? tournament. I'm so glad I'm blues festing yeah. and not at a tennis tournament. Oh, no. Camp. I've
2: got tournament. <laughs> it's tournament weekend for me, honey. But I am going to come one year.
4: <laughs> well, you know, th- th- this is the 32nd. There's probably going to be 32 more, so you have plenty, plenty I've
2: of I've got time. I've got time. <laughs> well, I hope you have just a great, great showing, and it sounds like fun, and thanks for being on our show.
1: Uh, go go sure. to I'm- BayfrontBlues.com and, uh, to get your tickets.
4: Absolutely. Get okay. all the information on the bands, too.
1: Yes. Awesome. Lori's so
2: excited. She, she, You know, the New Orleans Jazz Festival just got canceled on her. So yes. she's- I'm
1: hanging on. You know. I'm like, at least we have the Bayfront. Yes.
4: Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks, Chris.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. Okay,
1: yeah. take care. Lori, it's so
2: funny. I mean, you are such a fan, a super fan. This is, you love this festival because the, the scenery, I mean, the setting is so gorgeous. Yeah. You're right on Lake Superior. Thank
1: you, Lois Pellucci, wife of Gino Pellucci. That, she gave the city a million dollars to build that stage. Isn't it amazing? Did you know that, Grant? No, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And it has become like a hub in Duluth for yeah. so many things. I've and seen, having, yeah. I had it's just
0: no beautiful. idea. Yeah, it's she. Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: just flat out gave the city a million dollars so they could just build it sod it put in the grass make it be a thing and
2: Duluth is so like he's saying it's busy I mean that is a beautiful place to go it is it looks like you're when you look out at Lake Superior it feels like you're at an ocean because you can't see the other side yeah apparently the waves were so big at Park Point this weekend Laurie
1: oh I believe and the riptide was so bad
2: that firemen had to go in and save somebody
1: yeah it's it that's yeah people don't think of they think Lake Superior having a riptide
2: right and they're like thinking you know this is the ocean I can ride the waves but because it's a lake and how quick the waves come in they're faster Mm -hmm. than the oceaners I was learning this today um but it was just kind of like nutty this weekend so you need to just be careful
1: yeah yeah I'm I'm kind of excited to go oh. and you know what? Here's another thing I like about Bayfront as a blues festival. Please,
2: please tell us Libby. their
1: coinage, their tokens that you buy for fear for food and beer. Okay. If you have leftover tokens, you can turn them in. No, you use them the next year. They're always the same. Oh, they
2: don't change it. It's like it's like what you get from the French fry booth at the Minnesota State Fair. That that token, it's if you good get forever. free, it's good forever because they don't change the color and the look. That's right. I just found one yesterday when I was cleaning out stuff, Lori. Julia, you're. I got for my a bucket free of fries French
1: fries the first day.
2: So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I do like that. I do, too. That's so and funny. And Grandma's
1: Marathon does that with their beer tickets, too.
2: L- Lorisa she, Okay, she's such a regular at some things. Grant, you're going to learn this about her, that this is... This uh, is who
0: you is You're gonna learn a lot about me at the fair because I'm gonna come down when you guys are done broadcasting, and we're gonna hang out. And you're, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be down there every day. You're gonna
1: have to find you're us. Gonna to, you're gonna have to okay. find us first. Well, I'll find grant. out what your tendencies are, and I'll, I'll come yeah, seek you we, down. we but, are regular patrons of a few establishments. I know. You so
2: too. Uh, friends, a couple of friends of mine are trying to coordinate things to do that week, I'm like, it's the Minnesota State the fair. fair. I can't be pinned down. Don't be
1: no, doing
0: this. I'm over here. Come find me if you need me.
2: There yeah. you go. <laughs> There you go. I know it. I'm I'm I'm, oh, I'm so excited. looking forward to that. Me too. Right, what else do we
1: know? Me three. What for, else do we for know to the fair? Well, um just I know this, Julia. Okay. I know that um, I'll be even more tired next Monday than I am this one. Okay, so she's worthless <laughs> right now. So I'm
2: just going to talk for us because it was a year did ago.
1: I, yeah, did I tell you that I really didn't sleep well last yeah, night? Because she slept of on this the dining room table. Table and in strong a, advisory she, winds that blew down all the.
2: In a camper in and,
1: Sturgis at a campsite that had a frozen t shirt contests. And you know, my. I really I slept the other two nights. My biggest worry, Julia. Was falling off the table? No. My biggest <laughs> worry was how in the hell are we gonna ride to the airport on the motorcycle in this wind? Because there's oh. Nothing, oh. there's nothing more right. tricky on a motorcycle than crosswinds. Oh, I'm sure. There, it's really so that tough kept riding. You up. Well, because it was we wouldn't have been able to have left. Right. But then at six, everything settled down. My dad's alarm went off, and I realized. And I said to him, what, now I can go to sleep. Dad, now, now I can go to sleep right. now that it's time to get up. And I said, well, we've done if it kept being windy like that, we would have had to borrow a truck. He goes, we would have borrowed a truck. We would have borrowed a truck. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I
0: love it. That's oh. just like my day. We
1: would have figured it out. We, I can't. You're not a worrier either. I can't believe you worried. They were so... The I've never th- heard that. There wasn't a camper on the other side of us, so there nothing. And it just... The whole thing was Shuck. shaking. Uh, that's It scary. would probably be like being similar to being in, in a trailer and almost a tornado. It felt very loud. And I'd been used to... been riding and hearing okay. a lot of motorcycles. So when... The wind sounds as loud as a bunch of motorcycles. That's and scary. the whole place is shaking. It was a restful sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew, you know, I'm like, I gotta be there for the show right. today. I'm sorry. I would like to have one more day of uh, rallying around. But right. it was just and then I then I was like, Oh fine. I know what got me out of bed was I gotta go see what's happened to the tents. Mm-hmm. Oh these tents that were tripping me all weekend. And they were all down. Well, not all, but I would say half of them were flattened and bent. Jeez.
0: Oh, They didn't get any sleep that night. No, <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: No, I especially it. if it was just a tent and a motorcycle. I'm like, I wonder where they slept last night. Yeah. And all I could oh. think of is the cantina. Oh. Well, right, Lori. Ex-
2: exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right, listen, we come back. It's uh, We're going to Hollywood speak. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. Hollywood <laughs> speaking.
2: What is the meaning of this?
1: Okay, Julia. Yes, dear. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. You get nothing. Quentin Tarantino admits he refused to get refuses to give his mother, who's seventy five, a penny of his hundred and twenty million fortune after she mocked his writing ambitions as a twelve year old. Okay, listen to what she did. Okay, so he um. He would write during school. She probably got in trouble, and she probably scolded him about, you know, she was going to take away he his writing would, time. He
2: would write screenplays at school, and so after getting in trouble at school, his he said that his mom was bitching at him about writing screenplays, and then in the middle of her little tirade, 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 how do you say that word? Tirade. Tirade. He said, "Oh, and by the way, this little writing career with the little finger quotes on everything. This little writing career you're doing." That crap is over, but she swore. And then Quentin and Tarantino added, against her? when she said that to me in the sarcastic way, at 12 years old, he says, okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see a penny for my success. There will be no house for you. There's no vacation for you. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. <laughs> you get nothing because you said that. And then he went on and confessed. Yeah, I helped her out of a jam with the IRS, but there's no house, no Cadillac, no house. And then he adds, he's 12 years old. I mean, wow, I'd right. hate to have a grudge with him. There are consequences for your words as you deal with your children. Remember, there are consequences for your sarcastic tone Okay, and what's meaningful.
1: Quentin, you Get don't it. have to hold yourself to a promise you made to yourself when you were 12. Okay, right. dude, you can let it She's, go. But she damaged him. He was left oh, hurt. On. She, you could say she helped make him. And she might have said that in a in a blistering moment of uh, you know well, just reckless parenting, which which uh, everyone has, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I mean, she's he's should,
2: also saying you shouldn't say this to your children. I think he might have like a two year old, yeah. Like I, I just say, I'm kind of disgusted. In I
1: hate grudges. Well, and you don't need to it, be. You don't need to follow through on a promise you made to yourself at twelve. At twelve. You and, can let that and go. And there's so much science behind the people who hold the grudges
2: and don't forget are the ones that suffer in the end. It hurts them physically. It hurts them mentally. If you can't forgive people, you are hurt. Yeah.
1: I'm glad he helped out his mom, but I I think
2: he should. Sounds d- like a dink.
1: Yeah, really, I can't really believe he does. admitted that.
2: That would be something to share with a the therapist. Well, you know. He probably thinks he's above it, but that, he just sounds like a dink.
1: Get your mom an, an Elvis Cadillac.
2: Yeah, he's got $120 million and he doesn't, yeah, Mm -hmm. okay.
0: You've seen his movies. There's a there's something a little off, little off about yeah, this true. guy. I love yeah. his work, but
1: there's yeah. something a little off about yeah, him if you've seen his movies. Yeah, he's always got the toe. There's always a, a loving <laughs> yeah, toe, toe thing. He's yeah, he's got the, he's toe got the toe foot, thing, foot fetish. Foot <laughs> fetish. Uma Thurman. That. I mean, you could say, uh, Quinn, maybe your mom made you a stronger, more convinced it, that you were going to be a writer. Because you dug in because she said, Ray. you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. the Elvis Cadillac. Yeah.
2: Parenting is not easy. We all say something stupid once in a while.
0: Right, and you know, there's are those parents who would say sometimes like, oh, you're good, no matter what, you're good, you're going to be great or whatever, but sometimes that doesn't push them no, to be he's better. 58,
1: well, so he would have been old school. There wouldn't have been everybody ex- gets a trophy.
0: Exactly, and that's what like, see, I grew up with not in the not everybody gets a trophy. I appreciated when my yeah. dad would look at me and say, no, that was a horrible run there. You got to do it over, do it better, Yeah, you know, so. Okay,
1: know. Uh, Jason Momoa told Access Hollywood, they asked him about what do you make of all these people who are saying they only shower when they stink or they're dirty? Oh, Jesus. He said, I'm not starting any trends. I shower. <laughs> trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm Aquaman. But you remember when we met him,
2: he he stunk. He did. We met him on the red carpet grant. He had really? a toothpick in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Lisa Bonet was chewing gum and they smelled like BL. Oh. And
1: Petuli and... Sex. Sex. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the B.O. was the overall. Well, it, that, one, was the oh. that was the base note. That was
2: the base note. We both were like, oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> and a big
0: guy like that, it's probably over. It's <laughs> And
1: we just thought, that's disappointing. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, what is with all these people telling us that they have stinky butts? Everyone has been asked. Everyone Jake, Jill, and
2: I don't shower, oh, We so.
1: don't. I don't care. It's the
2: conversation right now. I probably take more showers now than I ever have Because it's been so swassy out. And if you exercise this morning, the humidity was unbelievable. And I went on a walk and and hit a ton of tennis balls. I was soaked. There's no way you can't take a shower.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm sick of all these. I'm uh, sick of the bathing rules. Okay, Chrissy Teigen, uh, uh, she said uh, she took to Instagram today and she shared a series of snaps from their weekend celebrating Obama's 60th birthday. Mm -hmm. And she writes this really struggled with which one to put first in the carousel for truly so long that I realized I'm happy. I'm in twice weekly therapy and perhaps let's bump it to three. Okay. That is a lot. Okay. First of
2: all, um, when she says she struggled to figure out which per- picture to put of herself and in her carousels. and her husband first in a carousel, is are we watching her eight track <laughs> film? Remember the carousels when people would go on trips back in the day and yeah. you'd go over to their house and watch. And here is Africa, and here I is love Egypt. What
1: she's wearing in her, she hair. looks
2: gorgeous. But again, really struggled with what to put first in the carousel. I'm truly, for truly so long that I realize I am happy. I'm in twice weekly therapy. She's trying to make fun of herself. It's just not funny because we don't care about her right now. We You're, don't want to hear about yeah. her privileged beauty to go to this amazing party mm-hmm. that she
1: Every no time No one cares. And every time she, she does this, yes. when she does this, then different outlets then remind everybody of the time she told Lindsay Lohan to slit her <laughs> she, wrists. The right. time that she went after Courtney Stodd and they bring up all, all these it just it all it does is it's like it rips Re-kindle. the
2: band-aid off and the scab off and it doesn't have time to heal. She just keeps telling us how great she is. And boy, I struggled to figure out which one to put first of me and my beautiful husband and our witch we are.
0: Just go away for a while. She Let can't. that fire burn yeah. out. She
2: can't she oh, can't.
0: She needs to. It's gross. But
2: I think you're right, Julia. Yeah. She really I, cannot. I, she can't la- Boy, the need for attention. I want everyone to know we post on Instagram because we have to. We're forced in our contract to <laughs> do so many posts. It's not It does say it that. It does, too.
1: You have to post. Mm. All right, go. Okay, so uh, Ellen. Um, they're, they're, Degeneres. They're, Degeneres. Her show, there's a promo video, you know, that's making the rounds. Yeah. On it's CBS. her last year. Yeah. The farewell message is, we gave away a half a billion dollars <laughs> while they were on the show. Well, that's a lot of money. I know, but what do you make of that? The, They're trying to the, find the positives. Yeah, that is. The we didn't make people break. smile or laugh, <laughs> you,
2: which is what the they, art, the entertainment show should do. We gave we a, gave people a lot of smiles over the past seventeen years or nineteen years or however many years it's been on, but we gave away money.
1: Huh. Money, half a billion. Someone did the math. Oh my that word! That seems like it seems like a the stretch stretch to like that's all they could think of for the promo i i i think they should have said something about how funny um how funny the celebrity is yes. anything that to me is like shows that they're scrambling uh to to you know put a, a candle on this show that's been on going right. out the air after 19 years right so Yeah, we basically uh Uh, She started the same time we did, like a year later. I think she made a lot more money in her contract. That's her farewell season. Mm -hmm. We'll give away a half a billion dollars. (laughs) Anyway, that seems kind of silly. Nick Cannon explains unorthodox lifestyle. It ain't my decision. Is what he said about having multiple babies with multiple girlfriends. I don't know about that. <laughs> I,
2: know. <laughs> it, it, I mean, again, there's a picture of him with his four different baby mamas. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> it is your decision. It is your su- yeah, decision. I,
1: yeah. Grant had the best manly Hollywood speak on that. Gisella, yeah, but it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> nope, All there, right.
2: No doubt. It yet. is. Thanks, Grant. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.